everybody. Welcome to Faith Over Fear Podcast. I'm Tyler Campbell. Um, it is now November 1st, so it is officially season to pull out all our Christmas decorations, get the Christmas movies lined up, and get the Christmas music going on in the car because the holiday season is officially upon us. And to all you people out there who are Scrooges and say don't skip over Thanksgiving, go grab you some eggnog and, and strap in because it's going to be a long two months. Um, <clears throat> so this week's episode, we're going to be talking about um, getting out of the boat. Uh, the episode is just talking about taking a step of faith and joining the journey with Jesus on the water. So I want to start by actually getting into the story of when Peter took a took his step out of the boat. Um, it's right after Jesus feeds the 5,000. They get done feeding them, and Jesus, in my opinion, I think he's setting the disciples up. He says, go grab the boat Go ahead and, and and go to the next town. Go to the next city. I'll meet up with you. Um, and it picks up in Matthew 14, verse 25. He says, Jesus came toward them walking on the sea very early in the morning. So this is right after he told them to leave. He said, go ahead and go. Jesus goes back and he actually goes to the mountaintop and he goes to pray. So he tells the disciples, go ahead and go and I'll catch up with you. Knowing that he didn't have a boat, the disciples didn't ask him, teacher, rabbi, how, where, how are you going to catch up with us if, if we're taking the boat? No one asked. So Jesus said, just go. So they did. So as he comes down the mountaintop, he sees it, and the word says that the boat was already a considerable distance away. So how is Jesus going to get there? So he goes out, and he walks to him. And like I said, in verse 25, it says, Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea very early in the morning. Verse 26 says, when the disciples saw him, Walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them, have courage, it is I, don't be afraid. So, the disciples are on a boat. They're out in the middle of the sea. They see this man walking up to them. Clearly, it has to be Jesus, because this is nothing that ordinary humans can do. But they let fear come in. And they said, well, I don't know who this is, it's a ghost. So they're scared. Jesus says, it's I. So then Peter, in verse 28, says, Lord, if it's you, command me to come on the water, which I find hysterical myself. Peter's just heard Jesus say, it is I, it's Lord, the Lord, your Lord. And Peter says, well, if it's you, tell me to come. Well, so what does Jesus say? Jesus said, I will come. He's probably standing out there in the middle of the water going, well, uh, okay, well, come. So, and this is where I, this is, where me personally, I think the story gets great. So Peter started walking on the water and came towards Jesus. And that was verse 29. But in 30, it says, But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him and said, Ye of little faith, why do you doubt me? So Jesus is standing out there on the water. Peter asks, If it's you, call me out. He says, Come, Peter takes his step, and then this is what happens, and this is where it happens for all of us. He took his eyes off of Jesus, he took his eyes off of what was right in front of him, and he looked at the winds. He saw the storm coming, he saw the waves coming, and he got scared. And again, Peter lets his fear um, blind what was right in front of him. And instead of Jesus waiting to say, ye little faith, he saved us first. So Jesus offered him a way out. Jesus grabbed him, he pulls him up, and he says, ye of little faith, why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt me? And I think that that's where we're at 
in America right now is why are we doubting him? You know, at the end of the story, it says, when they got back in the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshiped and said, truly, you are the son of God. So right after they saw a miracle, they saw a miracle of feeding 5,000. Jesus tells them to go out. They go out. They do what he says. Knowing that they don't, they didn't leave a boat for him. The disciples left knowing that Jesus had no way to come catch up with them. So he just starts walking. Well, then they get scared and, and they let fear, fear set in. And it causes chaos in Peter's life. <clears throat> for the split second they believed him and he walks out, everything's good. He kept his eye on the prize. Everything was fine. It wasn't until he, he lost focus. It wasn't until he let the distraction of what was going on around him to blind him from what was going on right in front of him. And I think that that's where we've come as a country and where we've come as, a, as the church, really, is that we have become so focused on what's going on around us that we've lost focus on the goal of what's right in front of us. So we as Christians, you know, I, I, I truly believe this for, for at least a few decades now, we've been sitting in on the boat. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people in my parents' generation and my grandparents' generation say, it's not going to change anything if you speak up. It's not going to do anything. We don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So it's just easier to go to church on Sunday morning, make sure that you're saved, and then and let God do what God does. And that's fine. I, I totally believe to let God do what God does best. But what God does best is use tools. And that's where we come in, is we, the church, we as believers, are tools for God to move. And I think that it's time that we, we get out of the boat we know that God has sent us into this life for a reason. We know this. So now Jesus has met us on the water. And we as believers have got to make the decision, are we going to get scared and say that we saw a ghost? Or are we going to take a step out of the boat? Are we going to step out and we're going to walk on water and we're going to keep our eyes on the prize? We're going to keep our eyes on the one true God. The one person that can keep us afloat. The one person that can allow us to do the miraculous. The things that we can't do on our own. So what I want to encourage you is, is these storms are going to come. And they're here. They are here. We see things that contradict biblical principles every single day of our lives. Every single day of our lives. In work. In school. And, and unfortunately, it's finding its way in the church. I want to encourage you guys. Get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. And when you get out of the boat, keep your eyes focused on the truth. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the one who's going to keep us afloat. We can't allow the wind, as Peter did, we can't allow the winds to come and set in fear in our lives to make us lose focus on what's going, what, what our true prize is, what the true goal is. And that's happened for 18 months now. We've allowed the, the, the winds of a virus to come in, the winds of you know, racism or homosexuality or transgenderism or you know, anything else that you want to throw at it that's in the world today. We're allowing that fear to come in and keep us blinded from what's really happening. And to the people out here who are listening to this that maybe you don't have faith in Jesus, that's fine. If you're just, you know, you're just an American that's looking at what's going on in the country right now and you're thinking that you you're not a fan of the way we're going. A actual a recent poll that just came out this morning showed that 71% of Americans are not happy with the direction of the where we're going as a country. That's not good. 71% don't think that we're heading in a good direction. 
So those of you who don't have faith in Jesus and you just don't like the way that we're going, I want I, you can apply this story to your life just as much as a, a believer can. Get out of the boat. If you see things that you don't think are right, morally speaking, get out of the boat. Speak up. You're not going to be alone. You won't be alone. Um, one thing that I've heard a lot, and this is something that I actually, it fires me up, just to be completely honest. The silent majority. The silent majority thinks that all this stuff going on is wrong. Well, how can we be the majority but then be silent? How can we do that? You know, Jesus by no means was the majority back then, and he didn't sit quietly. So how can we, whether you're a believer or not, if you think that the way the country's going is not a good place, how can you be the silent majority? We can't be silent. We need to get out of the boat, believers and non-believers, if you don't like the direction of where we're going as a society, then get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. And if you're not a believer, then I want to encourage you with this. Keep your eyes on the one truth. If it's morality for you, if it's right or wrong, whatever it may be, keep your eyes on that one truth. Because what I can encourage you with and what I what I know to be true in my own life, there's only one truth. There's only one truth, and that's Jesus. Good and evil, morality, however you want to say it, it comes from the Bible, and it comes from our Creator. I just want to encourage you guys Get out of the boat. No more sitting in the boat. You know, no more. Challenge the storms. Challenge the winds. Challenge the waves. As I said in our intro, intro video last week, God goes before us and he stands behind us. So I want to encourage you, look in front of you. Jesus has got his hand out. Jesus is saying, come, come. So I just want to encourage you guys, you know, this week, get out of the boat. Go take take a step out of your comfort zone. Do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Um, and just do it in faith and do it in truth and do it in love. If we do all that, if we do all of that, if we follow those steps, we won't sink. Jesus is going to be our lifeline every single time. Don't forget that even when Peter took his eyes off, Jesus was his lifeline. Jesus didn't let him sink. He didn't let him sink. And he won't let you sink. He won't let us sink. And I just want to encourage you that. Step out of the faith. Be bold. Be truthful. Do it in love. I appreciate you guys coming to listen to Faith Over Fear this week. Um, I want to encourage you guys, if you like what you hear, if you think that there's um, some truth to it, if you think that there's there's you know a good message in it, I just want to encourage you guys, share it. Get it out with your friends. Get it out with your families. This is what it's all about. It's about building community. It's about doing it together. I can only do so much as one person, and I'm not doing this for my glory. I'm not doing this because I'm better than anyone or because I'm cool. I'm doing it because I feel called in boldness to do this. I want to encourage you guys, share it, like it. Um, I love you guys. Again, I'm always praying for you, and I hope you guys have a great week. Be blessed, um, and remember that we are blessed to be a blessing. Love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Amen.